get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Uh, rental car experience that I had. It wasn't, enter- enter- and it, it caused me again. I've always used Enterprise, and so I made the mistake of not using Enterprise, had a horrible experience, and now I will forevermore use Enterprise. Jeremy Rutherford is with us on 101 ESPN. Jerry, you've been traveling with hockey teams and, and college football teams and football teams for a long time now. Do you have an all-time worst travel story, like the, the worst thing to happen to you on the road? Yeah, I think uh, one comes to mind for sure. And uh, you're not going to believe this, but Kelly Chase was the culprit. Uh, <laughs> it was it was a situation where uh, the Blues landed back in St. Louis and our bags came through the regular terminal instead of going out like the Spirit and, and going through the charter area. We, we went through the terminal that everybody else used. And my suitcase was there and the entire Blues team was standing there. And Kelly Chase somehow knew it was my bag and opened it and pulled out one of the tank tops. I guess they're also called a, a different name, mm-hmm. uh, the white tank top that you wear underneath. And he sprawled it out, spread it out over my suitcase, just draped it on my suitcase and let it spin around uh, the uh, the suitcase area there. And everybody's laughing their butt off. And I could not grab it because then they'd know it's mine, right? So I just <laughs> let it spin around about ten times. So I was the last person to leave that day. Thanks, Chaser. Oh, Chaser's the best. I love that story. Great. <laughs> well, Jeremy, some of the big the big news coming out yesterday about Austin Matthews. He signed with the Toronto Maple Leafs, staying with the Maple Leafs, a four year, fifty three million dollar contract that will keep him through the twenty twenty eight season. Were you surprised that he decided to stay with Toronto? No, not at all. He's got a home there. He's uh, one of the the top faces of hockey right now, with, along with uh, Connor McDavid. Brooke, and uh, he has a chance to play his whole career with the Leafs and be one of their legends. And, you know, that could have been the case with any franchise, but to do it in Toronto, obviously the one thing that they're missing, he's missing, is that team success, that Stanley Cup. And uh, and that could come. And I think uh, even though they, they fell in the second round last year, you know, he made some comments in uh, on social media yesterday after signing the contract that he wants to get him there. So uh, what I like about the deal and what I like about that approach with the deal, four years, is he still going to be just 30 years old when he's ready for what I think is going to be another big deal? And the cap's going up. You can see reflective in his AAV, $13.25 million that they're counting on that cap going up, which it is. And and then on that next deal in four years, like I said, he's still going to be of age 
to capitalize. So great deal for Toronto, great deal for Austin Matthews, and now we'll see if he can do what he says he's going to do, take them to the next level. JR, the Blues are ranked number 18 in the NHL pipeline uh, with the likes of Dalibor Dvorsky and Jimmy Snuggerud. What do you think about that number? Do you think it's a little low, could be higher? And what are your thoughts of this hockey franchise going forward in the next five to ten years, well, three to five years? Yeah, Kerry, the thing about it is the number's going up, and that's a good thing. You know, I remember for years uh, the Blues kind of were ranked near the bottom, and that's because they were bringing all their prospects up. If you think about David Perron, Patrick Berglund, TJ Oshie, you know, all the all the uh, rankings were reflective of they didn't have anybody in their pipeline. And then they had so much success there, and Doug Armstrong was trading some picks and trading some prospects to keep that success going, uh, that they were also you know the bottom third of the league. So the fact that they were 26, 27, and now they're climbing up to that 18 uh, area, I think is a good thing. And it speaks well to what they've done, both drafting and and hopefully developing here for the Blues. So, I mean, when you have three first-round picks and you did as well as the Blues did in this draft, a lot of people are high on Dvorsky. I think 18 is a good number. You're not going to see a team jump from, you know, 26 to the top 10 likely. So uh, I thought that was uh, spoke well of the Blues situation yesterday in that article. JR, swinging back to the Maple Leafs for a moment, William Nylander says he wants to end his career in Toronto. He's a free agent after next season. They still have Marner. They still have Tavares. Uh, Mar, uh, Tavares at $11 million through 24-25. Marner at basically eleven through 24-25. Plus, you still have to pay a defense and a goalie. Of the, the core four, Matthews is going to be there. Tavares, Marner, Nylander. Who do you see leaving Toronto? Yeah, it's it's a tough one. That's been the question for the past few years. If they didn't reach that next level, who was going to go? It's got to be somebody. You know, the one thing that we have to keep in mind is the cap's really going to rise. Maybe not enough to keep all four of those guys, Randy, but, you know, you might jump four to five million in the next couple of years and then even see increases after that. Uh, but if you had to, you know, pinpoint a guy, a, a lot of people focus on Nylander and say there's no way that they can work something out with him, and plus there'd be a lot of interest around the league. Uh, but, you know, the guy I look at is Tavares. I don't know that, you know, he's the type of player that maybe he was one day with the Islanders. You know, I know he's uh, the captain, uh, but there's a lot of good players there, and I think they could make do without Tavares. I really like Nylander, and if he's available, you know, we've said this for years, that he he would be a really good player for the Blues. The problem is, you know, that's going to be a big number as well, and, and they're up against the cap, so... Uh, you know, I would, if, if it were me, it'd be Tavares. I'd probably be moving, but I think that uh, the Leafs would probably have to look at the Nylander situation. And by the way, he was in Europe yesterday and they had a uh, player availability and he was asked about that contract situation. He's not worried about it, wants to stay in Toronto and he thinks that something can get done there. And I agree with you about Tavares, and I think it's a lot like the situation with Ryan O'Reilly here. He'll be heading into his age 35 season when he becomes a free agent in a couple of years and we see we we saw it with a really good player here that helped lead the Blues to a Stanley Cup, and sometimes guys just slow down. As we know, Father Time is undefeated, and I can't imagine that John Tavares will be the guy that will beat Father Time. No, I don't think so. And also, you know, it seems like when they, you know, I've worked with the Toronto writers at the Athletic with uh, where does Ryan O'Reilly fit, and you know, they were trying to come up with line combinations when when we were talking about O'Reilly going to Toronto. Obviously, he's moved on now to Nashville, but at the time, their question was. You know, where does Tavares fit? You know, is he a center? Can you move him to the wing? Does he play on wing? Does he have, you know, chemistry with the guys that they have in place up there? And the question kept coming up. So I felt like, you know, it wasn't a solid situation with Tavares there. So with that age factor, definitely he'd be the guy that I would move. 
Jeremy, I saw that you retweeted a great story from the Players' Tribune about Kevin Hayes, a story, for those who aren't familiar with the Players' Tribune, it's the story by the athlete, and so it's through the lens of how they want to tell, and it's about his his brother, Jimmy Hayes, and it's very, very touching. Could you just share what you got from that article? Yeah, first of all, um, let me tell you this, you know, as a writer, that's an amazing story that he told in the, in the Players' Tribune. So as a writer, when I saw the tweet come out yesterday from the Players' Tribune that, uh, you know, Kevin sat down and wrote that piece with, uh, you know, probably a ghostwriter that, that helps him, you know, you're thinking, gosh, I would have loved to have been part of that and helped him with that story and, and we could have it at The Athletic. But I think it turned out, it turned out so well. And when I finished reading it, um, you know, I texted uh, Kevin, who, you know, I've met a few times, uh, and, and working on stories about him when he came to the Blues. And I said, hey, great, great tribute. And he shot back a text, uh, thank you very much. So, um, you know, it's a situation where, you know, how do you approach a guy you just met a few months ago and say, hey, I'd like to tell the story of, of your brother. Uh, but obviously behind the scenes, he was working with the Players' Tribune to get that done. And what I like about when the players write the articles, and obviously what I'm saying here is going to take myself out of a job, right, is uh, they just write. They, they speak differently. They, they tell it with so much passion. Sometimes you could almost be in the room with Kevin Hayes and his brother, Jimmy, um, who passed away last year, I believe, uh, with a, an overdose of uh, cocaine and, and fentanyl. And so he was paying tribute to Jimmy and he told a bunch of stories about their times together. And you just felt like I said, you felt like you're in the room with Kevin and Jimmy and you felt like, you, you could, uh, you know, be brothers with these guys and, and get their jokes and be in with their humor. So, you know, I'll tell you what, we're going to find out what Kevin Hayes looks like as a player when he gets to camp and, and season gets started. But everybody I've talked to uh, tells me what a great guy this is and he'll fit in well with the locker room. And if you haven't read it, you know, the Players' Tribune, Kevin Hayes, a tribute to his brother, Jimmy. That's a great piece, highly recommended. JR, do the Blues have a date for the first day of camp yet? Uh, I have not heard a date. Uh, I'm going to be heading out there in the next couple of days to start talking to some guys. I do know that they're going to have a rookie camp, and for people who don't know, that rookie camp has changed. Uh, it used to be uh, in Traverse City, Michigan, but now they've mixed things up. They're going to go to Minnesota this year, and I believe it's going to be uh, early to mid-September, and they're going to play uh, Chicago, Minnesota. And then that tournament, to my knowledge, is going to move around a little bit. Could be in Chicago next year. I'm sure we'll see it in St. Louis at some point. So that'll be fun for Blues fans. And then, uh, you know, you got the exhibition games in uh, September 20, 22nd, somewhere in there. So as we know, camp should get started about 16th, 17th, somewhere in there, but we just don't have a date yet. All right. Thank you, sir. Always good to talk to you. We appreciate it. Yep, sounds good. Talk to you guys later. That's our Blues insider from The Athletic, Jeremy Rutherford on 101 ESPN.